The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to SMB Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're going to turn our attention to the little guys, the up-and-comers, the builders, and the hustlers. Each day this week, we're going to publish an episode that discusses how small to medium-sized businesses can implement marketing strategies that grow their businesses to compete with the big boys. With us today is Palmer Houchins, who is the Vice President of Marketing at CallRail, a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. CallRail is the leading provider of marketing software to businesses that want a single attribution platform to capture the journey from visitors to leads to customers. More than 100,000 companies and agencies use CallRail's easy-to-use marketing attribution and conversion intelligence software to optimize their lead generation and improve sales. From tracking calls to website submissions, it's an all-in-one platform that takes the hassle out of reporting with a single source of truth for marketing ROI. Okay, here's the first installment of SMB Week, where Palmer and I discuss how marketing for small and medium-sized business is different than enterprise. Palmer, welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for having me. Very excited to have you on the show. Very excited to talk to someone else from the CallRail team. You guys have been a sponsor of the MarTech Podcast since we started our sponsorship program. And finally, we're talking to the VP of Marketing, the head honcho of the show. Congratulations on accepting the new role and excited to have you on our show. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me and thanks for being a great partner. So you've had a long experience working with small to medium-sized businesses. You previously worked at another sponsor of the MarTech Podcast. You were at MailChimp. You came over to CallRail. Talk to me a little bit about how you think about helping small to medium-sized businesses and how are their challenges different than some larger companies, some enterprise companies? For a long time, I don't think that marketers did a great job of sort of recognizing how the SMB market was different from the enterprise market. So especially in the technology side, you saw folks who were trying to sell and market to small businesses and doing it the same way that they would from an enterprise perspective. I think over the past five to 10 years, we've really seen that approach change. It's changed for the better, but from a customer perspective as well from a business perspective. I have a firsthand viewing of that at MailChimp. And I think we were really successful there in trying to help folks see that talking to small businesses maybe can look a little bit more like B2C marketing versus B2B marketing. 
what I've seen be really effective in that space is folks who really key in on simplicity. It doesn't mean you have to make it unsophisticated, but really, really keying in on simplicity and how the software can affect an SMB sort of day to day. Because I think to get to back to your original point, SMBs, I think I've found over my time and experience, they're maybe not going to have the bandwidth time to really engage with some of the typical enterprise marketing techniques that we've seen over the years in the software space. It's interesting. I think of small and medium-sized businesses, first and foremost, being a different target, not only from a utility and operational standpoint, but from a personality standpoint. Generally, the desires, needs, and wanted outcomes for people that are running small to medium-sized businesses are different than people that are working for enterprises. Talk to me a little bit about some of the personality traits that you see. You mentioned that you're coming at the marketing to the SMB market more in a B2C type tone. What do you know about who is actually running SMBs? To paint with really broad strokes here, I think what you can expect to see, especially on the lower ends of that SMB market, is a very common approach is you have an entrepreneur, an owner of a business, a founder of a business who's doing their marketing as well. In many cases, that founder, that entrepreneur, they think of themselves as a founder and entrepreneur, not as a marketer. They're only doing marketing because they think they have to. So you're at a challenge there when you're trying to kind of cut through the noise and really resonate with that person who doesn't necessarily view themselves as a marketer. That's where I think the simplicity of sort of proving the value and making it easy to understand and approachable and accessible out of the box is really important. That doesn't mean you need to talk down to folks, but I think it does mean you want to talk with folks at their level. So one scenario there is you have a founder, an entrepreneur who's still very much involved in the kind of marketing of the business. As that business gets a little bit larger, they're probably going to bring on a dedicated marketer. So they're probably getting the keys to a lot of the software that they brought on as a new person there. And I think that there's a slightly different tactic that you can take with that person you can be a little bit more advanced with them. This is someone who probably does think of themselves as a marketer, regardless of how much career experience they have. But really, I think what's important with that type of person is to make sure that your product is delivering value, that you're giving an easy way to sort of demonstrate results. Because for that person, I think that's going to be their end goal is they've brought in to run this marketing program. They really, really want to show to that boss, to that owner, to that founder, whomever it is, that what they're doing is adding value, that they're sort of growing the business in a way that makes sense in the way that it should. And from a software perspective, we need to make sure that we're kind of delivering that same value. I think that's probably the most important takeaway when you're thinking about the small to medium-sized businesses is understanding the actual person or people that you're talking to. You're not marketing to an entire company. You're likely marketing to either the founder of a company who is responsible for not only the marketing, but the operations and the finance and everything down to the janitorial for the company. So that means that they're going to be limited in the amount of expertise they have in marketing, the amount of time that they're able to put into the operations of their marketing efforts, and also the amount of budget that they're able to allocate. And then maybe we can segment the difference between the small and the medium-sized business. Let's say that the medium-sized business has grown to a point where you have a dedicated person or a very small team 
that is working on marketing. So even though they are area specialists, even though you have a marketer that you're selling to, that person is going to be responsible for everything from brand to organic to performance marketing to retention, nurture campaigns, customer success. So as you're selling in your individual suites, again, focusing on simplicity, on ease of use, also being budget constrained, like those are some of the key points that you need to get across. As you think about some of the characteristics of what drives small to medium-sized businesses to be successful, knowing that they're potentially going to be competing with businesses that have more resources, you know, more people, more horsepower, what are some of the ways that you've seen small and medium-sized businesses successfully market? I've seen a number of ways those folks have been successful. The first one is there's a sort of a nimbleness that SMBs have, even if we go just to the buying process of when you're trying to sell into these smaller organizations, you can get that buy-in right away. It may just be as little as one person saying, that sounds great, we're in, we're going to go implement and run this versus the months-long cycle that it could take selling into the enterprise. And I think along the same lines, these businesses can be very smart about targeting verticals. So they can look for solutions that come out of the box ready for them, whether it's a healthcare option, whether it's a home services option on down the line, that there's a number of software companies that are targeting that kind of S&P marketplace that have really found a niche there. So there's a combination of just speed and agility that helps SMBs compete against the enterprise. But there's also an ability to really hone in on who that target customer is and what they should be delivering there versus some of the larger kind of enterprise plays who are trying to be all things to all people. Yeah, I think one of the other ways that I've seen SMBs successfully differentiate themselves from larger enterprise player, you mentioned that they're able to do vertical segmentation, product specialization. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. 
The other thing is just focusing on one region at a time. And this gets more into less the sort of online business. And, you know, you think of like gyms and other small, medium-sized businesses. They are a local chain, restaurants as well. Local marketing is very important as well. Yeah, that's something that is especially true with the customer base that we serve at CallRail. There's lots of local franchises, local home services, that sort of thing. And really understanding how to stand out in just that market to really target marketing to just that area. And frankly, you know, the digital marketing landscape as it exists right now has just a whole number of tools to help folks do better local marketing than they could where it was like 20 years ago, it was sort of maybe the yellow pages is your best option or perhaps like a local billboard or something. But there's this plethora of highly targeted digital marketing channels that I think have really reinvigorated the local marketing space, whether it is on the paid or organic side, there's so many options so many optimizations that can be made that really help what I would say is a local kind of upstart that provides great value, great service, compete against a corporate kind of national chain that may be in the same market. Now, you've worked supporting the small and medium-sized businesses for a long time, and you mentioned that there is an opportunity for them to grow. Have you seen there be more fragmentation in terms of the businesses that are successful? Are we seeing more small and medium-sized businesses? Is that an area that's growing? Or are you seeing more small to medium-sized businesses becoming enterprises and then less people starting new businesses to fill the gap? I think we're seeing a healthy growth in the SMB marketplace that really is folks who are entering it and wanting to stay at that size. So obviously, every entrepreneur has big dreams and they want to be a growing business. I think there is even a little bit of a problem with just the term small business in general, because I think most small businesses who start out, they're not necessarily looking to stay small for the long term. So there's this idea of growth, but I think growth can mean a lot of different things to folks. And in this case, I think we see folks that just want to maybe scale that thing up from an idea they had, the side hustle that they were maybe running and turn that into a business that employs half dozen folks and really fills kind of a niche and competes in a real way there. So I don't think we're seeing a slowdown in the SMB creation anytime soon. It seems to be continuing to kind of move full steam ahead there. What I do think is interesting and is always worth calling out, it is a volatile market. I think there's some statistics out there, 30% of small businesses kind of fail in the first year or shortly thereafter. So it can be risky. It's tough to compete there. But I do think that leads to new, bigger, better, more SMBs being created. And also the ones that are able to survive that dicey kind of rocky experience out of the gate are generally built for a healthy future. I think that there's more tools now than ever to start a business, right? The rise of the digital era enables us to form a business, to market our products, to source products, to share information. There's also a new class of business with the rise of the sort of digital and technology business. I would put the MarTech podcast and my agency and consulting services in that same group of you know, a small group that is not necessarily trying to grow into becoming the next Facebook, right? We're not trying to become a venture-backed billion-dollar business, but we do have a key eye on growth. It's a topic that's near and dear to my heart 
And we're going to continue this conversation for the rest of the week. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the small to medium-sized business marketing strategies and tactics, some of the ways that you can manage a marketing budget, even if you don't have a lot of resources, a little bit about the analytics of marketing when you're at a small and medium-sized business, and then how to build and grow your customer relationships. We're going to talk about those topics throughout the rest of this week. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Palmer Houchins for joining us. If you'd like to hear more of Palmer's tips for improving your SMB marketing efforts, we're going to publish episodes every day this week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and check back with us tomorrow morning when we discuss small to medium-sized business marketing strategies and tactics. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to get in touch with Palmer, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His company's handle is CallRail, C-A-L-L-R-A-I-L, or you could visit his company's website, which is callrail.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle is benjshap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back on your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.